Welcome back to the Engage 8 podcast, hosted by Noah Drury. Joined by today, Sam Clay. Sam, say what's up to the to the people. What's up, fellas? Sam played varsity football this last season and is going to bring a state title for baseball this spring for baseball. No doubt. And then we have Jack Sargent. Jack, say what's up also. What's up, everyone? Jack, Jack. also Jack also played uh, varsity football this last season and is going to try to retain the state championship for lacrosse this season. And isn't that right, Jack? Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try. We're gonna try. No, you will. You can't be home. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, and a little bit. Both of us, we uh, I talked about this on the first episode where I announced uh, youth football games. These were the people that would also sit in the booth with me. Sam and Jack both working clock. Jack would also spot as well. A lot of arguing <laughs> up there. Uh, so I thought I'd bring these fellas on and have a great argument on the top 25 that just released about an hour and a half ago. Hopefully Jack just won't play Mad Mobile the whole entire time. Already on. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to start with the top five. Number one being the Georgia Bulldogs. Number two, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Number three, Michigan University Wolverines. Number four, TCU Horned Frogs. And number five, Tennessee Volunteers. <laughs> Who wants to start off with... Uh, kind of a take that they have or where they think another team should be or how they feel about a certain team? I'll go. Um, first of all, undefeated teams, just because they're undefeated does not mean they should be ranked high. I mean, Michigan, Ohio State, and TCU, all undefeated. They played nobody. Bro, but what? Time out. Time out. Who would you put over them? Um, I'd put so teams, what, you're I think, just going to put Tennessee over them that just got wiped by Georgia? Yeah. Okay, Tennessee, Okay. no, no, no. Tennessee is a overall better. If they, Tennessee played Michigan, Ohio State, or TCU, guess who's going to win? That's a lie. Tennessee. Don't say Tennessee. Don't say it. Yeah, Tennessee. I, I, I don't know. After that, I think Michigan could beat Tennessee. I think Ohio, I think Ohio State could, yeah, too. Ohio State definitely could, too. TCU, I, I, think, I agree with your TCU take. TCU's kind of been flirting with just these bad teams. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I can could, I could see where you're coming from the, from that, but I'd put Oregon above Tennessee, honestly. I, I think Oregon, Oregon said, had one bad. Had one Oregon bad. is Oregon sweet. I agree. Or Bo Nix. I yeah. take them in the over every time on my betting app. It's every time. Every time. Right. And Same Oregon's also, nasty. Oh, funds in betting, just by the way. Just going to say that. <laughs> What'd you Same say? Is <laughs> he has no money left in that account. <laughs> no, I do too. What? Yeah. Uh, I, think this ten- I think Tennessee, honestly, I think I would switch, which I had in my rankings. I did have TCU at four, but honestly, I'd switch it. Put Tennessee at four, Oregon at five, and TCU at six. TCU just had a close game two weeks ago against West Virginia where they didn't win to the end and also played a close game against Texas Tech who had their starting quarterback go out last week as well. But, I mean, the difference between the starting and backup QB at Texas Tech, I mean, it's not like they have Patrick Mahomes or anything anymore, so it doesn't really matter. I know TCU is also without their uh, leading receiver, Quentin Johnson, which – uh, they have a big test against Texas this week, so we don't know if he's going to be coming back or not. I like the top three in this. Uh, some people might want to put Michigan above Ohio State. I say Ohio State only played a no bad game because of the weather conditions. The weather. Yeah, yeah. I like it, I, I don't think anyone can throw in a fifty. No. Uh, 
Unless you're Spencer Petrus for Iowa and you're such a bad quarterback that somehow your <laughs> ball just like <laughs> magically lands in your receiver's hands. So, yeah, I mean, uh, in the AP poll, Georgia had 62 out of the 63 first place votes, Ohio State receiving one of them. So I think no, I, obviously after the dominating win, which that game was way over and the score kind of just was oh, yeah. a late touchdown by Tennessee. So uh, anyone else have anything? Anything? I have one more thing. Okay. A run team like Michigan cannot win a national championship. I agree. Yeah, I like, don't 100%. Agree. JJ McCarthy has not proved no, anything. No, he hasn't done nothing. Yeah, like he's been a good runner, but like throwing oh, the yeah. ball wise, what has he like Michigan has won the games based on uh Corum. good defense and controlling the clock and running with Corum and uh Edwards. Yeah. Exactly. God. It's a boring game to watch. I hate watching Michigan. Yeah, it's probably it's a state fan, bro. Yeah, <laughs> MSU. I mean, at least we're in the like we're in the tunnel jumping people. Like <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> That's the only interesting thing about that game was the jumping. Facts. Yeah, they and, should and do it Keon more. Coleman that one drive just absolutely just oh I know he just went straight Randy Moss mode. Yeah. We, I was all for it. Yeah, uh, I guess are we ready to move on to the uh, six through ten teams? Yeah, I'm done. I mean, yeah, but all I got to say is I feel like there's such a big gap between Georgia and any other team this year. Georgia's winning the whole thing. Like, yeah, Georgia's winning like, the whole thing. I think you're just wiping everybody this year. Ever since Georgia played Missouri in that weird, weird game that they had. Oh, yeah. But, I was uh, other than that, uh, Georgia's looked like pretty much unbeatable all season. Oh, yeah. So, uh, all right, six through ten. Uh Oregon at number six, LSU at number seven, USC at number eight, Alabama at number nine, and Clemson at number ten. Uh, anyone have a strong take to start off with this one? Are we gonna forget about how Tennessee got absolutely embarrassed, or LSU got embarrassed by Tennessee? I meant. Yeah, uh, I remember I mean, that game was not too long ago. Uh, I believe that LSU uh, honestly should probably drop down to eight. I'd flip them with USC and maybe even put them below mm-hmm. UCLA. And Bama, uh, they just beat, I, mean, I I put them against I beat I put them a uh, above they Bama. Did just they, beat they, Bama. They did just beat Bama. Give them a no, week. I'm saying Bama should not be up there. Uh, Attempt. I hate how everyone's like slandering Nick Saban and saying like the dynasty's over. Like, I mean, they have two like, really. It's not over. It's a bad top year. ten losses like by one possession, like a one point one, and then their other one to Tennessee. Like, I feel like you can't say something's over when you you're gonna lose top ten matchups occasionally. Like, you can't go undefeated every year. I mean, that just proves the difference between a good and great team. Great teams can close out games and win no matter what. Good teams can dominate the teams that they're more talented in, but in close games, they're not going to always be the victor in. Yeah, I agree. I think this is one of the more, like, on the downside of an Alabama team in the last 10 years. But, like, I still think when it comes to, like, playoff football time, like, I'm taking Bama over a lot of these, like, teams to be honest with you i mean they could still also uh make the sec championship if lsu loses to arkansas or texas a&m which is more than possible because lsu <laughs> is not going to be a team that just blows teams out by 50 they're going to always be in close games just because they don't have a quarterback that's necessary he's kind of like jj mccarthy uh jane daniels he's not going to necessarily yeah, he's throw it around. he's going to throw the short to medium route intermediate passes and then also trying to scramble around and create plays on his legs do you think LSU, if they went out, they're going to make playoffs? 
if they were to beat Georgia in the SEC championship, you would have to put them in. And they went out that you would have to put them in the playoffs. They have a win against Bama. They have a win against Ole Miss, who's also a good team as well. And their only losses. And then Georgia. Yeah, and yeah, they'll have a win against Georgia. And their only losses are to what Tennessee, who's a top five team, and then and Florida, Florida State, State, who's also a top. They're not. They're not bad either. They're a top twenty-five team right now. So yeah. it's not like and they have a bad the loss. Too. They're they're just figuring it out. Right, they wasn't had a, that week one. Yeah, against Florida one. State, and uh, the oh, kicker yeah. missed the Ramos missed the uh, game-winning kick. Damn, I remember that. We needed Nathan Diaper there. We needed Diaper. Hey, there. he's been kicking off. Uh, also, uh, I guess we'll get more into it with eleven through fifteen, but UCLA should definitely be above Ole Miss, Clemson, in my opinion, Bama as well. They they have two top twenty-five wins in Washington, and who is their other top twenty-five win? Uh, it was Utah. And then they only lost to the number six team in the country, which is Oregon. And it was still a decent game. It would, Oregon just had an amazing uh, close, closing effort in that game. I haven't really got those. I haven't really watched any Pac-12 teams. Like, I know uh, what's his name from Oklahoma was at USC. Uh, Caleb Williams. Yeah, and I know he's sweet. but And, I mean, they're ranked eight, so obviously they're pretty nice. But I haven't really watched them play this year. Uh, the thing with USC is uh, they didn't have Jordan Addison or Mario Williams, which have probably been their two best receivers in their uh, across the whole entire season. I mean, they still got Travis Dye, who's an elite playmaker in the backfield. Caleb Williams is a Heisman candidate and probably can win it at the end of the year. And then, I mean, they, they got other guys too. Uh, their defense isn't bad, but they keep playing in the – they don't dominate their opponents. They keep playing in, like, higher scoring close games, with like with California last week. Against Jack Plummer, they barely won forty-one to thirty-five. So they just keep playing in these close games, and I mean, it's kind of like Bama last year, where they could just never blow out a team, and they'd always be playing in the weirdest close games imaginable. And I already uh, made my take about Oregon, where they probably should be ranked. I I have them above Tennessee, honestly. I think I'd I'm ready to put them there. Yeah, I mean, losing to Georgia, that should not affect your ranking at all. Especially with the new head coach and Dan Lanning, who just came from Georgia, and then having a new quarterback as well, who transferred from Auburn. And Bo Nix has looked so sweet since week one. He's a Heisman candidate. A lot of people, a lot of West Coast people uh, are probably going to vote him in just because him or or Caleb Williams, whoever's the better, uh, what team is probably better at the end of the year. Yeah, for all you betters out there, if you need an over, just take Bo Nix on the passing yards every time. Are we uh are we eliminating basically Clemson from the uh college football playoff at this point? Yeah, Clemson's Clemson trash. sucks. They're, They're horrible. Trash. Yeah, Ulya, I don't think anything of <laughs> Uh do we think DJU's gonna transfer or do you think he's just gonna declare for the NFL? They need uh they need Club Nick. Yeah. If he doesn't wanna go, you know, super super low, he needs to transfer and do another year. Right, yeah, and I agree. The, the crazy thing is, is they. I'm pretty sure they had a bye week leading up to this uh, Notre Dame game too. Like they played Syracuse, had a bye week, and then put uh put Uigi uh, Ugly or however you say his stupid name in the game <laughs> against Notre Dame. And uh, like you think he wouldn't get, like Cade Klubnik was the closing quarterback in that Syracuse game and kind of like led him to victory with him and yeah. uh, Will Shipley running the ball the whole entire time. So. It was just weird that uh, he wasn't used at all against Notre Dame until the very end where he goes in and then Morrison, who played absolutely amazing for Notre Dame. He had like two picks, a lot of pass breakups. He was just a force. 
basically just turned into Jalen Ramsey freaking on roids for a game. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Clemson didn't even score to the fourth quarter. And if you're, uh, I know Clemson has like a ton of new guys with no coaching experience in the power five. So they, uh, definitely need to switch something up or get a new guy in either at a position coach or at some sort coordinator to kind of switch things up going into next year. Cause if you're Clemson, you're still get amazing recruits and normally yeah. have a top, top 10, top five team. Oh, shoot. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, anyone else have anything to say through the six through 10 spots? I'm good. Good. Right. I'm good. All right. Uh, we have uh, 11 through 15, we have Ole Miss. At number 11, 12 is UCLA. 13 is Utah. 14 is Penn State. And 15 is North Carolina. Uh, anyone have any arguments here? Penn State's perfect. I think they're a great team. They lost a couple close games. They were close. Okay, the Michigan game, they were close at halftime. You know, they just they couldn't stop the run in the second half. So, yeah. Uh, wait. Run those back again. Uh, those top, well, Ole Miss at eleven, UCLA at twelve, Utah at thirteen, Penn State at fourteen, and North Carolina at fifteen. I forgot Utah was a college. No, dude, Utah. Utah so had a good. Utah has a good win this year in USC. Uh, they lost to, I believe it was Oregon. And I know one of their losses is to UCLA. Utah is a sick team to watch, dude. They're just, I just like, I remember them last year versus Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. That was. That oh no! Was so my bad. Sweet. Utah's other loss is Florida, uh, not Oregon. Or week oh, that's one. Not bad. Yeah, I mean, Florida at the beginning of the year, everyone thought Anthony Richardson was going to turn into this first round, pro- uh, first round prospect in the upcoming NFL draft. But uh, honestly, I have nothing to say much. I think North Carolina is kind of being underlooked. Drake May has really led. Nope. What do you mean, no? Nope. North Carolina's horrible. <laughs> We're going to see it soon. They're going to get blown out. Yeah, you think so, Jack? Oh, yeah. They did. They did just. <laughs> They did they're just a, play. They're a basketball school. I did. I think not any team that has a good basketball team, they're not good at football. As cap, Kansas was good this year, bro. Yeah, Kansas, Kansas was not good this year. Kansas is still uh-huh. a good team. They just won against Oklahoma State, who's not bad. I don't care. I don't care. I'm they're pretty sure uh, they're like six and three or something. Not bad. If your quarterback goes out and you lose like that much, you're not a good team. Tennessee and Oregon are considered basketball schools. Alabama's a basketball school now. Uh, UCLA is a basketball school. Alabama's They're not all a basketball up. Alabama's been good recently with uh like Quinterly I mean, and, and, and JD Davis. Yeah, I know they're 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 a dominantly uh football school. I know you gotta you choose mean. one or the other. That's all I gotta yeah. say. You gotta choose one or the other. Yeah, nah, bro. They look- oh yeah, now they're falling off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just love the uh, Josh Downs, uh, Drake May connection there. Josh Downs just had 15 receptions for 166 yards and a touchdown against Virginia, which that game should not have been close, but UNC's got like three defensive starters out right now, so it's kind of tough for them. Uh, I mean, nothing else to say. I think Penn State's just a product of good losses, Uh, good loss to Michigan, which that game was closer than the game showed. Michigan kind of just ran up the score at the end. And then Ohio State, I mean, they were in that game until like the last two minutes where, for whatever reason, Travion Henderson just decided to show up out of nowhere. And 
I think I think Ole Miss. If you switch Ole Miss to like twelve and put UCLA above, I think UCLA should be above Clemson at least. You can put them yes. above Bama if you want to. I'm not really. To, I don't really care about that. Bama's still a good football team, but UCLA should be in the top ten. Zach Charbonnet and uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson have been elite playmakers for UCLA, and uh, Charbonnet. Char- nice, nice. Charbonnet, uh, he was out last game too against Arizona State, and they still won. Arizona State's got an interim head coach, but still, I mean, winning without a starting piece is still hard. I mean, not really. I mean, we did it what four <laughs> different times this year without the same player. Really we hard. did it with oh, five, okay, five oh, times. Okay. We did it with five times actually. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really not that hard. Don't sell yourself short, bro. <laughs> Man. Uh, <laughs> I think Utah's. Yeah, I think Utah's at a good spot too. Uh, they have a good one against USC, and their only losses are to uh, it was UCLA and Florida. Which Florida week? I feel like week one losses you got to take with a little bit of a grain. They don't salt. count. Yeah. They don't count. I mean, <laughs> they don't even count. Bro. I mean, they count towards your record, but like it do, they, they count towards your record, but they don't count in my mind because the first game in, of the in year. In my heart, it doesn't even count, bro. Like that's practice <laughs> is way different from games. Like you're playing every good in practice, but like first game of the year. Like you just realized they cannot Wait, handle a thousand people watching them. Jack, didn't you not even touch the field week one? Exactly, because in practice, guess what? Other <laughs> players look better than me. In the game, though, I'm that guy. You see what nah, I'm saying? Bro. What There's a perfect. That was a perfect analogy right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, you just tell yourself that. Yeah, I mean Utah's been looking good recently. Uh, their last they had they just played a good game against Arizona with Cam rising back from his uh, injury two weeks ago, where he didn't play against Washington State. But I mean they're a good. They're a good team this year. Uh, they've beat everyone. Uh, I, their best win is USC, and then I'd probably say their best, uh, second best wins, Oregon <coughs> State, who's still a good football team. Uh, mm. Yeah, uh, I don't got anything else. I think like every team in the eleven to fifteen range, except maybe UCLA, and you switch UCLA and Clemson belongs in there. I think they're at a perfect spot. Yep. All right, let's go sixteen through twenty. At number sixteen, we have NC State. 17, we have Tulane, uh, Sam's favorite brother, Ryan's uh, favorite team. Tulane. Yeah. Number 18, <laughs> Texas. Number 19, Kansas State. Number 20, Notre Dame. Uh, who wants to start I could run this one first. Okay. I think there's a lot of good teams in this, to be honest. As, like, Notre Dame just rolled. I don't really know their losses that put them at 20. But they looked really good. They have a very bad loss to Marshall and a very bad loss to Stanford. If you lose to Marshall, you cannot be in the top 25. Stanford's way worse this year than Marshall. All right, then low-key respect. But they did look really good to – versus Clemson. And they beat beat Syracuse the week before. Yeah, and Syracuse. Um, Also, I think that if Texas – I know that's your team, Noah, with three losses, if they – they play TCU this week. If they if they look impressive and they get a W, I think they could jump up like near the eleven range, like jump up close to seven spots. I'm yeah, just we'll, prediction. We'll, TCU sucks. We'll do. We'll we'll see because I mean it's a ranked matchup. And we'll TCU see. is also one against all like all pretty much all the good teams in the uh, Big Twelve that they've played so far too. It's not like they've played like a bunch. Yeah, of it's garbage. not like they're buns. Like they're still they're not good. buns. But I mean the the undefeated again on the undefeated record thing. Like we should yeah. be doing more strength of schedule, not like you know. Come on, 
Come on, man. Just come on. Yeah, I mean, I guess you say TC's, TCU's best win is uh, Kansas State, which, I mean, they're at number 19. They got some, that little running back. That's like a little Joey Matter 2.0. Uh, what's his name? Oh, let me uh, – Miller. Times. Yep. And got then, me some wins. I mean, Max Max Duggan uh, for oh, – are you talking about Kansas State's running back? Kansas State's yeah, running back. Yeah, uh, Deuce Vaughn. Yeah, he's been nasty this year. He is sweet. He just had a good – I mean, he just had a good game uh, against Texas. Wasn't necessarily used too much in the running game, but, like, he was receiving a ton of passes in that game. Which is deadly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's kind of hard to guard a 5'6 guy out of the backfield who's got, like, insane speed and stuff. Uh, Tulane, they got a big matchup against uh, number 22. Oh, my God, I just totally butchered that. UCF this week. Uh, Probably whoever wins that game uh, probably runs the American and probably gets in the highest group. Tulane get wiped. Tulane, roll wave, baby. No, they're dumb. They've been really good this year. Uh, They have a win against Kansas State this year, too. That's one of Kansas State's losses, if you guys didn't know. What do you got to say about that? I don't like their name. Tulane. (laughs) Like, Tulane. Dude, come on. Yeah, I mean their best wins probably Kansas State, and I mean they just uh, they had a decent game against uh, Tulsa, uh, but they got a, I mean they got a tough road ahead. They play UCF, SMU, and then Cincinnati. All three pretty good American teams. SMU just dropped seventy seven with uh, transfer quarterback Tanner Mordecai, who played at uh, Oklahoma last year. Uh, yeah, and it was really funny. Uh, I heard this stat. I talked about this on uh, Sunday's episode, but. Houston's probably going to not allow 77 points in basketball, but will in football. It's just crazy to me because Houston's this gritty uh, defensive basketball team with a bunch of, like, I think their tallest player that they play is, like, 6'8". So, and they just play defense crazy. So, they probably won't. Sounds like hard. I mean, other than that, uh, Texas, I really like. Uh, I think with if Quinn Uber stays healthy the whole entire time, we would be discussing them potentially in the college football playoff. Um, that's just my take. NC State, I, I don't know. They just got a good win against Wake Forest, who just dropped out. But I mean, they've they've been dealing with Devin Leary being hurt, and uh, I mean, their uh, freshman quarterback Mo Morris has been playing really good lately and kind of leading them to wins. So I think they're sitting at a good spot. Honestly, I like every team here. Notre Dame's got good wins against Syracuse and Clemson. I know their losses look terrible, but. I think the way Notre Dame is is if you st- if you force them to shorter drives and don't let them run the ball fifty times a game, you can beat them. Because I mean the only pass the only passing threat on their team that they have is uh Michael Mayer who is their- who's a really good tight end will probably be the first tight end taken off the board in this upcoming draft. Yeah, tight ends are a really important part now in football. I think. Yeah, I mean, look at. Like, oh yeah, I, 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 I mean, they are, they are, uh, they are used as a uh, high draft picks. Uh, I feel like if you can have a bigger, t- like, impactful tight end like Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, uh, Kyle Pitts was in college. He's kind of turning it up in the NFL. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson, even, uh, like guys that are good tight ends, like George Kittle. I can't believe I forgot to name him. Like tight ends are a valuable piece on offenses now and more used in the passing game than before. Dude, it's definitely, like, nice to hit hit a nice big old tight end as a quarterback. I could definitely see that. Especially in the red zone where, like, you know, you might oh, not yeah. hit, like, the 6-1 guy. Oh, you guy. throw it up there to him. He catches it. Right. Your ass. I mean, it's, it's hard. Boss, it, I boss mean. kids like Jack just trying to guard Jack. up. 
I mean, yeah. I mean, watching uh, a guy on our team, uh, Jackson Wilson, who plans to be on Thursday's episode, uh, he he's a six five, uh, two thirty five tight end who it was pretty fast. Uh, he's got if you if you can let him get in open space, uh, he can run for about fifty yards and then get caught within the last ten yeah. yards. But uh, he, I mean, he's got I mean he's got really good <laughs> he's got really good hands. Uh, he runs routes pretty well, and he's also a good defensive end as well. So he's looking to play college football at places yeah. has a, a couple of Division two offers. Yeah. So. Uh, anyone else got anything to say? Sixteen through twenty. Nah, no, no. I think we're out. All right, and then I guess let's just uh finish it out with the last uh five teams. We got Illinois at twenty-one, who just got rolled by the Spartans. Ooh. Uh, number two. Yeah, no, get them out of there. I, honestly, I I don't know. I think yeah, get them out of there. Put Spartans. Spartans. In the top Spartans. Come on now. Yeah, give them a ch- give a team with the losing record a chance. Yeah, throw them in. You put Spartans up there, they're they're gonna surprise you. Tuck is always there. Yeah, uh, he just Tuck like he's like, coming. He just uh, what we... he, he had like four top twenty. He was like the first coach in like three something years or whatever. I saw the stat where he has four uh road wins against top twenty five teams, which is crazy because that's yeah, like, but also, they, they can't win a game against. Pac-12 teams on the road. So, it, it, fact, every time we go and play Washington, dude. I remember against Arizona State a while ago, where we played them like <laughs> two or three years in a row. We just could not beat them for whatever reason. That's actually a fact, Jack. We cannot beat Pac-12 teams at on the at road. Their- like half the year. No, it's crazy. And then we got uh, UCF at uh, 22, uh, Florida State at 23, Kentucky at 24, which I don't agree with, and then 25. Kentucky the best. Washington. Kentucky's look terrible. They barely beat Missouri. Like, Missouri is not a good football team by any means. A lot of those kids are going to transfer out, and they probably should make a switch at head coach sooner or later. I think think the SEC is overrated. Yeah. The SEC has definitely been kind of a a disappointment this year. Yeah, it's not. It's not what it used to be. It's still a good, con- it's still a top fo- college football conference, but like it's not. No, like the- it's just not what it used to be. Yeah, it's okay, not. Okay, but time out. What? Okay, if it's not, if the SEC is not what it. It's carried what? by like five teams. I think. The- I mean, name, name. T- look at the top five. How many? How many SECs? Three. Two. Two. Four SEC teams in the top ten. And the difference between the top of the SEC and the bottom. Yeah, I agree with the that. The gap is humongous. Bro, oh, but like, whatever. Like, SEC, you be the SEC team, like, you're up there. And I mean, honestly, like, I don't even consider Ole Miss, like, that elite of a team. I think they're a good team, but they're not, like, they don't, they're, they're not a team. team yeah, they're, they're, not, they're a really good offensive team. I think Jackson Dart yeah. is pretty good, but, and Zach Evans, but. I mean, if your last name is Dart and you're a QB, you better be sweet. You better be smoking some. <laughs> like, <for them>. come <laughs> on. Uh, smoking I think some defense. Florida State's kind of like a product of good losses. I think Jordan Travis has been really good all year. Uh, Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky. Uh, I don't. I think Will Levis is good, but like their their offensive line and I mean their playmakers <laughs> like Rodriguez and like Key and like other guys just haven't been that good, and I don't think. I don't think their defense is great either. I mean, they literally had like 40-something dropped on them by Tennessee, and it wasn't like even the most creative calls. It was Jalen Hyatt uh, receiving two deep bombs, and then like other kids, they just ran the football in Kentucky, which Tennessee runs the football on not the greatest teams. 
Uh, Washington at 25, they won against Oregon State. Michael Penix has just been a good quarterback. If you Washington's in the top 15, you probably... Tuck. They beat Tuck, so they're up there, too. That, that I know, bro. He, they did start the downfall of Tuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, we came out shooting. I was feeling Tuck was coming this year again, and then Penix just... We just pulled up to Washington, and Penix just ruined our dream. Yeah, Penix... I mean, he's got uh, good uh, targets like a Dunsey. So, I mean, he's... He's got he's got some weapons over there. Washington's defense not necessarily like the most like eye like jaw dropping thing, but I mean they're definitely. I think a good de- offense important in college football than a good defense. Ah, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think- it, it's definitely the more sexy thing to choose. I think it's easier to Ooh. win a game. It's definitely <laughs> easier to win the game uh, if you have a good offense and a good defense. Because let's say, like a perfect example, the Tennessee Alabama game. I was I was gonna say Tennessee. Like a Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, they got it. They, got, they, got, they, they do like have a – now, now, Tennessee does have a good pass rush, but that's about it. They can't stop the run. They can't cover too well. So, and I mean – Their offensive reason they're eating one. Yeah, for for sure. Uh, and they're also the reason – and like Hooker and Hyatt and like Wright, Small, Tillman, like all these guys on the Tennessee offense have been awesome all year. Yeah. should be out of the race. Can I say that too? What? Tennessee what? should be out of the race? No, Hooker should be out of the race for Heisman. Yeah, he didn't have the greatest game. I mean, it's really hard to have a good game against Georgia, but I mean, Bryce Young did it, and that's why he won that. If if I a, mean, if a quarterback can prove, like, if, if Jaden Daniels were to have like a crazy game against Georgia in the SEC championship, they definitely consider him as a Heisman favorite. Or if yeah, they went on Georgia's I just remaining think schedule, Heisman contenders they have one bad game. For example, Kenneth Walker, bad game against Ohio State. They're basically out of the running. I know, dude. Like you, you had like to have Shroud, a like, Shroud had that terrible weather last week, and like he didn't put up like any stats, and like people were already no, saying no, like, "Take him out of the race." But like, yeah, they're like, "All right, he probably just lost the Heisman." I was like, "Dude, it, and he's it's, playing it's in like a like Hurricane Katrina down in Northwestern." Like, what is he supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, that's what do you not... expect? A yeah, I know. Like that's stupid. Like I don't know. Like you. Like they expect you to hit like perfect perfects every game. Like, come on, now you gotta have. A you know, there's like a stat where like Stroud has like twenty touchdown, twenty combined touchdowns against like Arkansas State and a couple other teams that in like Toledo and the odd two. I think that's like two bottom ten, or bottom of the pack Big Ten teams or another out of conference. No, it wasn't because Notre Dame was their <laughs> other out of conference game, and then he only has like nine touchdowns versus like actual decent teams. So. Oh. I, I mean, Stroud, no, Stroud is a really good quarterback. He still gets a lot of yards regardless if he gets touchdowns. Oh, yeah. Like, against Penn State, he had, like, 320 and was, like, didn't throw a pick and was pretty... Yeah, with one pass touchdown because that's the game I bet the over. And he, he had the under. <laughs> so that's why I know that. Uh, I, I mean, we could talk about Illinois. Uh, UCF uh, had a pretty good ga- game uh, this they're last weekend. They're going to get smoked by Tulane. Yeah, but they're probably going to not. Uh, yeah, they have a big test this week against Tulane, two of the best group of five teams. Uh, one more thing before we talk about just Michigan State here. Uh, I feel like Liberty should be switched in with Kentucky here. I, I, I think Liberty's been a really good group of five team. They just had a pretty good win against Arkansas. So... Uh, I and they're eight and one. They're eight and one, and I mean they've been good all year. I don't know why they haven't uh, put them in the. Ra- I'd put them in over the rankings against a Kentucky team that's proven to not be good at all. Yeah, I feel like you gotta throw a little respect on their name if they're eight and one. Yeah, 
over a six and three Kentucky team that almost lost to Missouri and has had like gotten blown out in other games and just had questionable games all year. So, mm-hmm. all right, uh, we want to talk a little bit about this Michigan State Illinois game. Did you guys watch it uh, this weekend at all? I uh, sprinkly watched it. Like I was in and out. Yeah, I mean the Tennessee Georgia game was on at the time, so I mean yeah. a, a lot. Of, I was keep I was having my main attention until uh, I see like Michigan State like on Illinois like second drive. No, it was their first drive because Peyton Thorne threw a pick because he probably shouldn't be starting anymore in my opinion. Daddy Moly is is not good. He was only good last year because and that, and that because he was able to hand the ball. He's like Ryan Tannehill. He'll he'll have he'll be good if he has a good running back. No, and then when I the team's about to say up, someone else. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> when the team's worried about a good running back, the quarterback looks so much better because they have more time to throw. Oh, yeah, because they got to respect the running back. They got to yeah. respect the run. So that that's why he looked good. And now Peyton Thorne is without a backfield. Um, he has good wide receivers, and he still cannot connect. Right, Wait, like he, he's been oh. no, he's been pretty in at he like he had one touchdown pass to Jaden Reed that didn't even, like Jaden Reed made that play that was not Peyton Thorne at all. No, the the wide receivers are bailing him out of half his throws. Yeah, like oh yeah, Jaden Reed, uh, Keon Coleman, Coleman. Trey Mosley, Barker's been kind of good this season. I too, feel bad so. for Jaden because Michigan State being horrible and like Peyton Thorne not being able to like you know play. Jaden Reed doesn't is going to go lower. Than, I know. His, his draft is going way down. Like the cool thing about uh like Jaden Reed was <laughs> last year is like we had Jalen Naylor who was also really good, but uh Jaden uh-huh. Reed like with MSU was to have way more time because teams couldn't send uh like they couldn't just key in on the passing game and Jaden Reed would just get deep plays and he hasn't really done that too much this year. He doesn't have time. Yeah, I mean he has like three seconds to get on the field. And do his like dope routes. He can't do that. I can't believe I can't believe uh Michigan State kinda like shut down Illinois' like red zone offense and like limited their running game. Like Chase Brown didn't look amazing. And I mean the only other playmaker on that Illinois offense is Williams. Uh their wide receivers he's kinda like Debo Samuel as they use him. Like where he'll play in the backfield and receive the ball sometime like receive the ball in the backfield or run it sometimes like on a outside run. Yeah, I think every I think the fourth down stands at the end of the game from the defense were definitely like the reason that was we definitely eye opening. Yeah, you know? like it like showed that like we were st- like we were still in it. Like we were, we were here. I making a bowl. I uh that's gonna wrap it up. Uh, thank you fellas for hopping on the podcast. Uh, I talked to you guys what Saturday or Sunday about it and glad you guys followed yeah. up this is definitely like one of my best episodes so far i feel like we talked about a lot had a had a lot of fun talking about teams and uh threw some shots at some teams and stuff like that you know kind of what we would do in the press box you know oh for sure oh oh michigan sucks <laughs> yeah <Michigan's laughs> i mean i cannot wait until they they're go to getting, playoffs again. they're getting rolled it's by ohio what do you mean playoffs, <laughs> they're getting rolled by ohio state soon, dude i is 50 yards the whole game well, de- I'll definitely have you guys back. Probably when we uh, when Michigan, I think we'll have you back when Michigan loses to Ohio State Week 14. We're gonna be, we'll be ready for that. Yeah, well, all right. Let's put the reactions of all you know Drew's face on there. Let's Drew, just- <laughs> and, yeah, everybody. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This is Engage a podcast. Everyone out. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>